Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio. As we wrap up the show here on a Monday, hope you're staying warm out there. Things are starting to heat up as we get closer and closer to pro volleyball time here in Nebraska. Hey, good tease, because I didn't know where you were going. (laughs) The Omaha Supernovas hit the court for the first time ever pro volleyball federation match on January 24th against the Atlanta Vibe at CHI Health Center. First serve is at 7 p.m. You can get season tickets or single match tickets at uh, supernovas.com. Witness world-class talent with the Omaha Supernovas. Omaha Supernova, excuse me, and the Atlanta Vibe. They've got NCAA champions, All-Americans, Olympians, all will share the floor. Join the volleyball movement sweeping across the country and see your Major League Volleyball team, the Omaha Supernovas. Again, that's supernovas.com for more information and for tickets. We are efforting our guy Brett Ciancia right now um, to kind of discuss the landscape of college football and how it is shifting and uh, he is joining us now on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline. Brett Ciancia of Pick 6 Previews. Brett, how are you this morning? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, good morning, Brett. Absolutely. It's good to talk to you. Um, we have should have caught up more during the course of the college football season, but uh, things are starting to move again now as uh, coaching carousel season got another spin over the last week or so. Um, DeBoer ends up at Alabama. You've got Fish at Washington. How much do you see the power dynamics changing? Let's start with Alabama and DeBoer as Nick Saban moves on from college football. Yeah, well, I think off the top, it's an end of an era for uh, college football losing Nick Saban. He's an all-time legend. Uh, When you look at legendary coaches, they fall into two categories, either the really long longevity guy like a Paterno or a Bowden, who only has a couple titles, but, you know, stands the test of time for decades, or you had the kind that came in for 5, 10, 15 years and executed three to five titles like a Meyer or a Newt Rocky or Frank Leahy. Um, but he's kind of both, Nick, Nick Saban, the longevity and the titles. 
They're uh, you know the best recruiter we've ever seen. So really losing a legend. But uh, Alabama, they bounced back great, hiring the coach of the year. Uh, he won several coaches of the year honors. Kalen DeBoer turned around Washington from you know they were just a good defense with no offense. Now they were a complete team and brought them all the way 14 or 0 to the national title. So. Uh, great, great uh, program builder. He's proven that at multiple levels, and I think they got a great one. Brett, should we all be expecting a similar offensive approach at Bama as we saw in Washington? And if it is, how easy of a transition will that be for the Bama returners to learn DeBoer's approach? Well, I think that he was able to install it pretty quick at Washington. And, um, you know, when he took over, like I said, Washington was one of the worst offenses for years. And uh, in 2022, he brought his quarterback, Michael Penix. He brought his play caller, Ryan Grubb, and, uh, and the system fell into place. I mean, he unlocked uh, some, some high potential in those receivers, one of the best trios in the country. So I'm sure that Alabama, a place that recruits five stars in every position and, and, and stockpiles them, I mean, the backups are five stars. <laughs> I'm sure there's enough raw potential there that he'll be able to, to get it clicking. And I think I saw that Ryan Grubb might be following him to Alabama. I need to confirm that, but uh, if so, that's a great – play caller in fact Alabama Saban tried to hire Ryan Grubb off of Washington staff last cycle mm-hmm. but he remained committed to DeBoer and Washington so if that pair comes to Alabama you're in for a great offensive uh, uh, explosion like they used to have we're talking with Brett Siancia of pick six previews uh, Brett I know that uh, you take a lot of pride in your preseason college football playoff predictions how did you do this year well, it was good and bad. Um, you know, I was about middle of the pack in the, in the stand, conference standings predictions, uh, still able to hold the 10-year title when you do the 10-year, uh, you know, rolling average there. So I have the 10-year and the five-year title still, which is a, a great point of pride. When you look at the playoff bracket, this is where it gets interesting, where I had uh, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Florida State. And those teams combined, they finished 47-2 and in the, after the conference title games were through. 47 and 2 and I only get one team in the bracket. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, yeah. you get uh, you get Florida State left out obviously. You have uh, Ohio State with a loss to Michigan and, and Georgia by a field goal to Bama. So 47 and 2 that's, that's only good enough for one team in the bracket. That's just how crazy it is to try and predict that thing. So uh, but it was a great season. I uh, appreciated being on the radio a bunch and podcast with Nebraska uh, fans and, and podcasts and radio shows. So great listeners, great fan base and uh, I'm excited to get started on 2024. Brett, you mentioned Nebraska there. You were doing a poll recently of who are the Blue Bloods in college football. Were you surprised at the percentage that came back for Nebraska considering their struggles over the last couple of decades? Well, to be honest, it seems kind of like a timeless question. I've been doing this exact same poll now six, seven years. I like to start off the offseason with something fun like that and get everybody all yeah, you'd be surprised how animated everybody gets on Twitter. It's crazy. Which fan base got the most animated? Be honest. Uh, well, Tennessee made a real charge this year to try and get into blue blood status, but um, yeah, they, they voted a ton. Uh, Nebraska always votes a lot, and you know they say they never lose an online poll in Nebraska. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, so I've done the same poll for six, seven years now. It's just a twenty-team poll. It's you know, every single team there is Alabama a blue blood? Yes or no? Is Oklahoma? Yes or no? And you go down the list and you chart all the responses. This year, 150,000 votes came in, and it's the same eight every single year. It's uh, Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, Oklahoma, uh, Texas, USC, and Nebraska. It's uh, the same eight every single year. And and those programs go through ups and downs. I mean, Oklahoma had some dark years there uh, in the 90s, and uh, Nebraska, of course, has been down the last handful of years. Um, 
but uh, it's the same eight. So I think it almost comes to a generational or a timeless question. These, these eight are really what defines college football to people. Brent, is there a team that hasn't cracked that top eight that you that you personally think maybe deserves a little bit more credit? Well, there's a couple that I'd like to consider. I mean, um, first you look at Florida State, and this is a team that when you look at all-time wins, they don't have that because they're a newer program. They came in, they were originally a women's college, and mm-hmm. they only got football in the 40s and 50s. So they lose, and that sounds silly, but they lose 70 years of those stats from that, you know, that Michigan has and Ohio State and uh, all those. Notre Dame, yeah. 19. Yeah, yeah. So they, they lack some of those quantity stats. But the years that they've been around, they've been a, a force. So uh, they have the national titles to show for it, the wins over the last 50 years. So I don't know. It's all, it all comes back to what you define a blue blood and – 150,000 votes, that's 150,000 different answers. So, <laughs> um, I, I do think Georgia is, is close, and I think LSU is also close. They have the long-term history. Now they're starting to stack titles onto that resume, too, especially with Georgia now um, going from just one title, uh, two titles to four in the last couple of years. So, yeah, a couple of teams are close, and it all depends on how you define it. Brett, with all this movement, do you also have to search for fit for a, a number of people? And two on the mind right now, if Ryan Grubb officially joins DeBoer, which that's what reports have said, Tommy Reese is on the market. He's a free agent. Well, Will Rogers, we saw him thrown on the sidelines in the national championship <laughs> game. And then when DeBoer leaves, it's like, well, nah, I'm leaving too. I don't know where I'm going to find my place in life. Where do you see both of them going if – as said, Ryan Grubb joins Bama's staff, and then Will Rogers is back in the transfer portal. Yeah, well, I mean, welcome to college football in 2024. It's just one big carousel. It used to just be a coaching carousel. Now you got a quarterback carousel, <laughs> coordinator carousel. The whole thing's crazy. And really put some strain on me trying to do this book every year in my annual season preview uh, because, I mean, the, the rosters are in such flux all the way through to May and June. Uh, it's pretty crazy. So, yeah, with Will Rogers, I, I started typing up a little blurb on him for the Washington page. Time to scrap that. He's already gone. <laughs> he was there for about a month. Um, yeah, so it's just it's crazy. I don't know. I think uh, your first instinct would be that he would follow to Alabama, follow his head coach and coordinator. But um, now, when you're right, when you're uh, Kalen DeBoer and you have Alabama there, I think you look at the overall transfer portal uh, fresh and see who you can bring into Alabama compared to. I think it's a different, you know, recruiting path in Washington. So. Uh, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine where these quarterbacks and coordinators will end up. Um, I think we're, we're opening back up that carousel here with Washington and Alabama moving. Well, we heard Jalen Milrow say a couple of days ago that he's going to stay at Bama. So how much harder does that get for Will Rogers in that scenario? Yeah, that seems like it'll be tough to supplant a starter who was right on the fringe of Heisman consideration. I think he finished in the top ten, uh, had that amazing Hail Mary play against Auburn really grew as the season went on. I remember watching them in September, and and he was indecisive. He was taking a ton of sacks, um, inaccurate with the ball. But then over October and November, he he sharpened that up. His decision-making was better, let his legs, uh, you know, extend plays and and get first down. So I I became a little impressed with him uh, as the season went on. So I think he's going to get the starting job uh, if he does stay there. So, um, yeah, we'll see about Will Rogers, maybe find a a more a better opportunity for him. But uh, a lot to go. We'll see. Brett, we got about a minute left here. I know we are way early, but I know you're already starting to think about these things. Is there a team that's kind of emerging for you as someone you're considering? And now I know it's a 12-team instead of a 14 playoff, but somebody you're considering as a legit national title contender that's maybe not one of your Georgia, Ohio State, that type of group. Is there somebody that, that's kind of lurking on the outside that you're keeping an eye on? 
Well, it's a shame. I think my answer changed within the last 24 hours because um, <laughs> with this new with this new bracket, the 12 teamer and the automatic bids to the conference champs. You look at that new Big 12. Remember that the winner of that new Big 12 is going to have a bye and into the, the Elite Eight of the College Football Playoff. And mm-hmm. when you look at that new conference, I was looking at Arizona. I was considering mm-hmm. Jed Fish, what he's done this year, uh, what he did last year, and how much talent that was set to return. I mean, the offensive skill positions, the offensive line was all coming back. They just capped off an 11 win season, best since 1998. So I was looking at Arizona. I mean, if they win that conference, they're in the final eight. So, uh, but now you, you know, that's all over. So, so it's changing quickly, guys. <laughs> and we, that's Brett Ciancia from Pick Six Previews. Brett, we appreciate your time. Uh, we will catch up again soon. Okay. Thanks. Anytime, guys. Hey, thanks, Brett. That's Brett Ciancia of Pick Six Previews. You can find him on Twitter or at PickSixPreviews.com. That's the show for today. Coming up tomorrow, we've got. More NFL to cover. I'm sure there'll be more coaching carousel news. We're going to do a little mid-season grading, too, for some local teams. For Nebraska and Creighton basketball. All that and more tomorrow on Herd Out Sports Radio.